So I have lost on investments in a financial sense. But I would say that the worst investment I've made is more of a lack of investment. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. Join our community to get the risk reduction checklist I created from the lessons I've learned from all my guests. Also claim your special discount on my six-week valuation masterclass bootcamp where you'll learn how to value companies like a pro and advance your career. Go to myworstinvestmentever.com to join for free. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stotts from AE Stotts Academy. And I'm here with featured guest, Jam Zulueta. Jam, are you ready to rock? Good afternoon. Yes, yeah. Dr. Andrew, I'm ready to rock. Let's do it. I'm going to introduce you to the audience. Jam is a risk expert in the fintech and digital banking space. He's also a career and personal finance coach. And we actually met before in Bangkok. Yeah. Why don't you take a minute and fill any further tidbits about your life? Thank you for that, Dr. Andrew. So it's nice to meet everyone. And thank you for inviting me here. And as you said, right, uh, little tidbits about myself. I've been working in the banking, fintech, and digital banking space for eight years now. And prior to entering this new stage of my career in digital banking in the fintech world, I did take my MBA in Singapore and in Tokyo. And during that time, we did meet in Bangkok in one of those great investment competitions. Mm. And also, you're related to one of my prior guests, episode 423, Patrick. That's now tell right. us, who's Patrick? Well, he's my older brother. He's one of my good mentors in life. So that's one of the advantages you do have when you have older brothers and sisters that you get all the hand-me-downs, not just in terms of clothes, but in terms of advice and experiences in life. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to listen to that, that's episode 423. The title is, To Achieve Success, Start Failing Now. Hmm. Interesting. Well, now it's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it and then tell us your story. Right. Well, I'm not sure how to go into this, but my worst investment, I wouldn't really call it monetary. Right. So I have lost on investments in a financial sense. But I would say that the worst investment I've made is more of a lack of investment. And they say, right, the best investment you can make is an investment in yourself. So I believe that's one of the worst investments I have. I, I failed to, or early on in life, I didn't invest as much as I should have in myself. So especially in terms of the start of my career, or even back in my university days, I didn't try exploring new things or investing in myself in terms of New skills could have been things such as, you know, like foreign languages, investing in new technology. So a uh, very good example is during the time I was in university, that was the start of blockchain, but I didn't have, you know, I, I never looked into it, things like that. So 
it took me a long time to discover that when you're investing, it's not really about timing the market, right? It's about time in the market. Mm. So the same thing comes when investing in yourself. It pays to discover something early on in life by trying out new things, discovering things, and then getting into that. And once you find what you love or you get good at something, you continue with it for many years. And by the time you're in your late 20s, 30s, 40s, you're quite the expert in that field. Mm. So how would you summarize what you learned from this? Well, what I learned from that was that you need to try out new things and take those risks, not, you know, not just in the financial sales, but take risks on yourself. I know that in the financial world, there's something such as diversification. Don't put all your eggs into one basket, things like that. But when it comes to yourself, I believe that's the one time where you, you need to go all in. Go all in yourself, bet on yourself to try something new, to do something special, try to find what you love. And that's really been my focus for the past, I would say, three, three years. Is that when there's something new, something I want to try, I just get into it. Even if people tell me, no, it's not a good idea or you might fail. I mean, by not taking the shot, that's already failure. Mm. So I've tried so many new things over the past three years. Uh, I've gotten into career coaching. I've built myself a career there. Uh, I've gotten into personal finance. Uh, I've been more active building in like building connections, finding mentors, and things like that. Right? Mm. So they they do, and I've I've started to see the payoffs of those investments in myself in like immediately in the past year and a half. I've already seen payoffs for those. Well, let me summarize what I take away from what you've shared. I think you know the first thing is. I wrote down, good student, nothing else. There's a lot of good students out there, but they have nothing else. And just following what the teacher says, following the curriculum, doing a good job, does not prepare you for life. And I'm also reminded of a story. It was about 1988, and computers were the new thing. And I remember my dad got a computer in maybe 1985 or something like that. And he was like one of the test people to use a computer in his company, DuPont. And so I observed my father, you know, trying to learn how to use this computer. And then when I was in university in 1988 was my senior year. Of course, I didn't have any money, but I worked and I tried to make money. But I basically bought a secondhand IBM XT is what it was called with floppy disks, no hard disks or anything like that. And I bought that on my credit card. Okay. And then, which was a big investment. I remember it was about $700, which was huge for me at that time. And I set it up in my apartment, in my room, and I just started learning it. And I didn't become an expert on it. You know, I mean, I came good at it, but I remember when I got hired by Pepsi, I went in right from the beginning, I went into work. I had a skill that other people didn't have. And from that day, it really set my career. And, you know, I'll tell you one other thing, Jam, that's really fascinating is that I have a lot of interns and I always ask them, you know, are you good at Excel? And they say, yes. But when I put them to the test and I give them a pretty, you know, a little bit of a tough assignment, you know, I Mm -hmm. say, do this. Yeah. 95% of them can't do it. And then I thought to myself, Jam, this is what was really 
amazing. I was like, wait a minute, just learning Excel, you know, to a higher degree than most other people in the class can still differentiate you can from the you others. Apart. Wow. I mean, I would have thought everybody knew Excel, everybody knew Word, everybody knew all these things. But truth is, most people just know the basics. So the lesson, you know, the takeaway that I get from what you're saying, what your story is about is that start now, learn something, and you can set yourself apart. Definitely. You know, the other thing I thought about as you were talking about, I had a policy when I was young. And of course, I didn't have a lot of money, but I said, no budget, meaning no limit to my budget for two things, computer, anything related to computers, buy it and books. So right now I have, my library has about 500 books and I've had 5,000 books go through my library, all of which, you know, I've read and I just have read and read and read. And so I highly recommend that, you know, computers in my case and books was the things that really brought me a lot of value. And it, it also reminds me that, you know, we talk about like a compound effect, mm -hmm. you know, with money, but we also talk about the compound effect of knowledge. And I can say that being at my age now, having focused on the world of finance so deeply for so long, the knowledge level just build up little by little, but now, you know, it's at a, a level that feels great. So, so based upon what you learned from this story and what you continue to learn, mm -hmm. what one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate? Well, I recommend action, right? So a lot of times we see something we like and we think very hard about it, we plan about it. But you need to get to that first step. So a very good example is me and my YouTube channel. When I first started it, I was making a video. and I was thinking, oh, is this good? Is this the right edit to make? Is this the right story? Did I say something well? But at the end of the day, if you don't post it, you won't have that initial momentum to carry you forward. So just start, just do it. I mean, as, as plain as it sounds, just get into it. Fantastic. Great, great advice. Just do it. All right. Last question. What's your number one goal for the next 12 months? My number one goal for the next 12 months, professionally, I am helping build a digital bank. So we're expecting to launch that in the next 12 months. So that's a hard deadline to launch that in 12 months. But on a personal note, just increase my learning, focus on my career coaching and personal finance career. Mm. So Fantastic. just get that for the next 12 months. Got it. All right, listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. My number one goal for the next 12 months is to help you, my listener, reduce risk and increase return in your life. To achieve this, I've created our community at myworstinvestmentever.com. And when you join, you get that special discount to my six-week valuation masterclass bootcamp. As we conclude, Jam, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. And on behalf of ASTOTS Academy, I hereby award you alumni status for turning your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience? Well, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for the invite. For the audience out there, you know, just, just get, get to it. Perfect. And I'll have links in the show notes to your LinkedIn and any other contact details that we have. So for those people that want to get some career advice and also personal finance advice, make sure to reach out to Jam. That's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth. Fellow risk takers, this 
is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stott, saying, I'll see you on The Upside.